What is innovation about? It, it's about accelerating learning cycles. So if, if we're trying to learn faster and implement the results of that learning for competitive advantage, innovation accounting should be about the speed and efficacy of learning and measures like that. And not ROI is just, again, if you're using traditional IRR, ROI, NPV metrics, you'll just starve your innovation portfolio in perpetuity. And I, I, for us, that's sort of like an appalling stupidity. But the reality is, in many years consulting on strategy and innovation and you know product, I've, I've seen many organizations that for decades have been starving their innovation portfolio and, and wondering why they're losing competitive advantage on products that have been in the market for 20 years when they have nothing new coming into the pipeline. Are there any organizations that are doing it well? And why do you think that these organizations are doing it well? And the, the counter side of that are, what are some of the common pitfalls? What are some of the of organizations that you've seen that are not doing it well and the reasons that they are failing? Yeah, let me, I'll throw a couple examples out there. Starting with a good innovation program. I'm sure you're familiar with the Adobe Kickbox program where they make it very easy for the large community throughout the organization to propose innovative ideas, disruptive ideas, things that they want to try. And there's a lot of bandwidth and support for many inexpensive experiments to get to a certain threshold of viability or be invalidated. And then they have a second tier in the program that really gets serious with reserved funding allocations, and a whole process to elevate some of the better innovation ideas into more of a shark tank environment and potentially spin off products, business units, and things like that. So that's the very focused on innovation answer. In the bigger business agility, funding, budgeting, corporate philosophy and operating model, things like Beyond Budgeting is a movement that says, that traditional corporate budgeting processes are actually very destructive to organizational learning and adaptation and resilience. And you see organizations like Equinor, or formerly known as Statoil, it's about a $70 billion a year in revenue. It's the Norwegian oil and gas and petrochemical company. They were one of the flagship companies that abolished annual budgeting and replaced it with methodologies that say, if somebody's got a high potential for return idea, it can be funded anytime if it's a good idea. Handelsbank in, in financial services and banking, the German bank, is another example of a very innovative company that's embraced these methodologies and is outcompeting their peers with more traditional models. Reggie, anything else you'd like to add to that? Any examples that you have seen? I think um, I think one important point, because business agility is also such a new space, right? It's not just about practices and ceremonies and different new tools, but it's also about a mindset, right? It's having that agile mindset, which is thinking about how do you eliminate waste? How do you promote people over process? It's the basic agile manifesto stuff, right? And a lot of organizations are not even 
there yet thinking about, oh, Agile is important. We need to start to adopt it and let's trickle it down from team to enterprise or the other way around, but let's start to think about it in a scaling sort of format. I think a lot of organizations just don't have that understanding yet, or they're adopting agility more in like a procedural kind of approach in terms, uh, instead of really internalizing that mindset and learning and continuous learning. I think that's one of the reasons they're not quite there yet. And I think the good thing about this podcast, hope, hopefully through this podcast, we are educating more people to be more alert and aware here. There's a different way of funding your projects and a different way to be more adaptive. Let's look, at, uh, let's look into this a little bit more and see how you can unleash the benefit for your organization. So where do organizations get started? I, I hear what Evan and Reggie are talking about. Maybe there is someone who wants to change their traditional approach to funding specifically for innovation projects. Where do they get started? Well, so for innovation projects, I mean, I think that one of the good ways to get a strong grounding in how product and service development innovates and goes through a deliberate process of exploring and validating a, a new both both a new product as well as potentially the business model that supports it is to understand Steve Blank's work in Four Steps to the Epiphany, Customer Discovery, Customer Development, where you're kind of working through a process of saying, I have a, a customer hypothesis. Does this customer exist? Is it does that have a significant population? Is it some a customer I can reach and understand? I have a problem hypothesis specific to this potential customer. Do I understand the dimensions of a really salient and painful problem? Do I understand how they're mitigating or doing workarounds today? Is this an enormous population with an enormous problem that has a very weak workaround? Ah, now if I can solve that, there might be a, a really viable business to run out of that. Then you start with your solution hypothesis. Eventually you get to the milestone of problem solution fit. I think this is a fantastic model. This coupled with things like pirate metrics and other stuff is really a good deliberate mechanism for making sure that your directed innovation is going to produce the outcomes that you want it to. In a more strategic and corporate sense, I strongly encourage people to look into the beyond budgeting movement who ran finance or a big chunk of FP&A, I believe it was, at Statoil, wrote a wonderful book called Implementing Beyond Budgeting that lays out the case very strongly as an introduction for a CFO or a leader that's really trying to make the whole business more agile and adaptive. Reggie, do you have any? Yeah, I think it's a, adding to your point is a lot of companies are already trying to adopt agility in teams, right? So why don't you take a department or a group within or in an organization, maybe not at an enterprise level yet, and start to apply that portfolio management and adaptive funding kind of approach for that group. Let's think about, okay, based on the direction of the department, what are the key value streams and how does that translate to your portfolio? And then start to apply those funding methods for that very specific scope, prove the value to your organization, get some 
proponents, like any change in an organization, you want to start small, you want to start getting these advocates from across the organization. And there are people that are going to help you succeed and scale this success. To start teasing the organization with this idea of this new portfolio, new kind of funding model before they start to adopt it at an enterprise scale. That's what I would add.